Hello, everybody, and welcome to Campaign 2 Lawful Stupid Minisodes. I am your new DM. I know, the old one's dead, and I'm not sorry about what I did, and I was not convicted, so you can't do anything about it. Double jeopardy. Uh, I am joined by the wonderful and talented and newest member of our cast. Hello. Rocks and Rolls, <laughs> a.k.a. Ray. Say hello, Ray. Hello. This is your opportunity. I know. Uh, uh, hey guys, it's uh, it's uh, fun to meet you. I guess. I mean, I've met a good number of you already, but I'm very excited to share this new, fun, wacky adventure that I'm sure will not be sad at all with uh, you guys. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited to get on into it. We're very pumped to share this story with y'all and you <laughs> guys. With y'all, and we're very excited to go uh, and get into the story, which will surely be full of laughs and joy and very many goofs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel so bad saying it. Do you want to tell us how our story begins? I'll let you. Uh, Okay. Our story begins with the sound of a dagger being sheathed, the ring of metal on metal, quiet as a bird song nearly lost amongst the roar of flame. Mm. Yeah, so, um, you're on a ship. It's your home. And the waves crash in around you. And the fire roars. Master of Tempests, hear your servant. Why? Why? It occurs to you that um, Iano might have no jurisdiction here because, very new for you, this destruction didn't come from the sea, it came from above. Some giant aerial ship came through in the night and rained destruction on your crew, and you don't know why. And you look around, and you can hear the moans, the crying, the pleading of dying men, and it's not unfamiliar to your ear. I have work to do. You don't... You don't know why you're unharmed. And you look around in in utter devastation. To the very foundation of the ship is it rocked and destroyed. And there's... You kind of have to leap and hop from unsteady piece of of, uh, ship to the next as you make your way across what's left of uh, of this deck. And... Who's the first person you see? It's gonna be Val. It's gonna be my mother. Tell us about her. She is the strongest woman I've ever met. A big, burly Goliath of a woman. 
and thank the gods, it looks like she died in battle. But just next to her I see Lark. My brother, of sorts. Oh, Lark. Perry. <laughs> Is that you? Yes. I'm... I... What? Um, the sunset looks beautiful, doesn't it? I can't, I can't see anything. And you look and he has a large marring wound across his eyes, which... <laughs> you just see red. Um... Uh, I'm I'm gonna look around the ship, but I I don't see anyone. Our our ship's leech went down very early on in the battle. Um, Lark, uh, Marlow's on his way. Can you just hold off for just a couple minutes? Just just breathe. I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah. What was that? Um. <laughs> uh. Nothing. Nothing too bad. Uh. Just. You know, um, merchants, they they found us, Lark. They found us. Uh, it'll be okay. Did we get him? Yeah, we won. Did we get him? We won. Um. Oh. I think my eyes are pretty bad, but my chest, it's really, it's really hard to breathe, Perry. Um, I, I look at his chest. Is there anything I can do? I mean, he's just got, like, a large jutting piece of wood oh. sticking out of the, the, his left side, which presumably is lung underneath of his heart. Um. Lark, do you remember when we were children, that song that Val used to sing? Uh, I don't remember the words, but it was about... It was about the sunset and a horizon that you never reach but always dream of. And as I'm saying this, I'm reaching behind my back and unsheathing my dagger. Um, do you remember the words at all? Um, now he lays to sleep. His burning rage <laughs> is quieted. Now he... Uh, it hurts to sing, Perry. I, I know, okay. Um, just lay, lay back. Uh, the healers are coming and I'm going to as gently as I can I, th- I think uh, he kind of like half smiles I've heard that one before I'm sorry I'm uh, I, uh, he, he lays back kind of tilts his chin up to this guy okay um then you know how this goes. And I'm going to pull out the wineskin that I keep full of salted water. And I'm going to put it to his lips. Let- he drinks super heartily. I deliver you to the waves. It has been an honor and a joy to know you. My dear brother. And I draw my dagger across his throat. There are some brief um, reflex shuddering. um, And then eventually stillness and (laughs) quiet.
I'm standing up. I'm looking around. Who else do I see? Uh, I think next you'll probably see... I see Otto in what's left of the crow's nest that's kind of, you know, shattered and plummeted to the ground. Um, I'm, I'm gonna walk over. Is he... Hello, Otto. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling? He does not respond. It appears that he is unconscious. <sighs> I'm guessing there's no hope for him if he's not answering me. I, that's your character decision to make. Yeah, I forgot that part. Um, I'm, he's breathing. There's a lot of blood. And it looks like you can you can see in his head if you you've been down his, his, his adorable tiny halfling head, you would see there's a large gash there where he's hit his head on the deck and um, you, you can you can see the skull alright <laughs> I'm going to kneel down next to him uh, take his head in my lap tilt his chin up give him just a splash of salt water and then draw my dagger across his throat Lord Iono, I I deliver to you Otto Hemmings, a dear friend of mine. Uh, may he find your embrace in a better peace than he did on this ship. And I, I close his eyes as best I can. You, um, you do that, and he he looks like they do. You like to say that it's them at peace, but... And, th- and, then, you, and then you can smell it. Um, it's, it's, it's burning meat. Um, it's not a smell unfamiliar to you. You've been in this pirate business for long enough. Um, but you know what it means. As you can see, a number of figures uh, in the flames that are slowly encroaching upon the uh, the captain's quarters, um, the cabin there, the only private captain on the cabin on the ship. Um, uh, do I see any bodies in the fire that look like they're still moving of their own accord? No, nothing. You you see a number of bodies whose rough uh, size and shape you could guess at who these were. Um, you see like a, a small stout figure that you can almost imagine as Rin. Um, you can see a small very small form that uh, could be a gnome. <laughs> Alright. Um I can't do anything for them anymore, so I'm going to try to find law. Your best bet would be the captain's cabin. Um 
which is, like, as I said, rapidly being engulfed in flames. If you act, you would need to act quickly. I'm running. I'm running there. Yeah, you run through there. You burst through the door, um, kind of have to leap through some flames um, to make that happen. And You see him. There's a back window there that's completely busted out. There's broken glass everywhere. And you see the trail of blood from the broken glass in the window leading up to where you stand now as you look down and you see the form of law still crawling isn't the word. Um, more like scrambling, mostly fingertips at this point, um, trying to make you the door. And he he kind of isn't able to look up, kind of turns sideways and, and faces towards you. I'm I'm dropping I'm dropping down to my knees to to be with him. Uh, Law, uh, fancy seeing you here, Barry. Uh, well, I didn't think it would be quite. How's the crew? How's the crew? They're they're taken care of, just like you showed me. <clears throat> I see. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Any survivors? A, a few of a few of our hired hands from the last port, but well, thank God for that. No one who matters. Well, one of them, at least you did. If there was oh. one person to survive, I would have honestly opted for the doctor, for the leech, but a priest is a close second. Um, uh, um, can I, can I see? Sure thing. And he kind of just lets you, he lets you do him a flop. I'm so sorry. This is poetic language. He lets you do him a good flop onto his back. Um, and he is, um, there are bits of him all along the trail from the window to here as he seems to have suffered a wound to his stomach. And then dragged himself across broken glass in an attempt to make it to his crew outside. Well, um, I'm sure you always wished you would go down with the ship, but I'm afraid it's not sinking that fast. Well, you can tell the bloody thing to hurry up. <laughs> um, I can. Uh, of course I could. Uh, where the hell is, is Casey? I should, I shall have her shot for her insubordinates. Um, uh, I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate that very much. It's not, uh, <laughs> she's not the one steering us into the water. Well, then she's abandoned her post. In, Can I rely on moment. you to do your job? <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. Um, if... <sighs> of course, one last drink. Please. I, I hand him my wineskin of salt water. He takes a big swig and gargles it before eventually drinking. Uh, <laughs> got into the wrong business. Somewhere out there, there's people who get to drink wine when they die. Uh, yes, um. Some people. live that long to see that be what kills them, but, uh. Fortunately for you, it has to be your student. <laughs> well, Iono's had his eye on me for a long time. I'm pretty much like a prize vessel to him, so... <laughs> You've had a good run. Don't keep him waiting. And he closes his eyes and 
lays back. <sighs> and I draw my dagger across his throat. Lord Iono, I'm sure you're tired of hearing of me from now. Um, but to you I deliver your servant Law, who kept my family safe along the waves. Someone who is close to my heart and will always live in my memories. And I have, and you have, him to thank for this swift delivery. I sheath my dagger. The only answer is, is silence, as, well, silence broken by um, the creaking of wood that appears to be giving away around you as the flames continue to eat away at the cabin. I'm gonna get back onto the deck. I wanna see the sky. It's an ordeal, but um, then you kind of scuff your hands up and burn them as, as you open up the door, um, but you're able to make it out to the deck and survey the horror around you. I mean, there's no other real word for it. It's, um, it's horrible. And it's this flaming ship full of your family um, burns very slowly, sinks. Over over the course of the next hour or so, I take account of every member of my family. I I thank the god I have served for over two decades for everyone I find dead already, and I deliver to him the others. And then I sit on the deck and I watch as those I want to call them scoundrels but they're just good sailors they those that we hired at our last port somehow made it through why did they make it through as they they rig together the last of our boats and they row away I think before they leave come on Miss Perry it's it's time to go you can't stay here any longer I can and I will I'd like to see you try otherwise and one of the 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 man who shouts at you one of his fellows kind of puts a hand on his shoulder and just shakes his head they roll away as you're left um, I think in in this time the the flame has been spreading across the deck and I think that um there's a small area at the, the very fore of the ship that um, is is still untouched by the flames. As it, it, there's a, I don't know if it's symbolic. I don't know if it means anything. But there's there's an occurrence happening on the ship where, as it sinks, the rear half of the flames are being put out by the ocean. As it the ocean itself claims the ship, um, as it kind of goes nose up, and the the only position remaining is where you sit. I just sit down, um, lean against something. I'm trying desperately not to look at the bodies I've wrapped in canvas. I'm... Whenever I had to bury a friend at sea before, I had help hefting the bodies over the side, and I don't think I'm strong enough to do it by myself. So it'll happen on its own. And I just sit. I'm watching the sunset, what I can see around the smoke. And I'm just, just going to wait. I 
don't know what for. But... Iona, you've claimed all of my friends today. Every single person who I loved and cared for. And you don't have the decency to take me. I've been your priest for how long? I have slit so many throats for you. I have delivered sailors to your watery embrace so they didn't die under the banner of some god of war. But fine, fine, this is what I deserve. And I'm just gonna wait. And it is a matter of time, as slowly and surely the ship is carried into the sea below, um, and eventually yourself as well. Um, Did you have the inclination to, to, to weigh the canvases at all of the, the bodies? Of course, um, I've, I've been okay. doing this long Okay, enough. yeah, you know, I figured. Um, <laughs> so they're not like floating out, that would be weird. Uh, so it's just you? Are you wearing your armor? You wear... I would have. Uh, yeah. We just it's came from the, the battle. It does not take long um, before you are sinking rapidly into the very cold water of the Sapphire Sea. Um, it is dark. Are you trying to to swim at all, or are you just... I'm, I'm just falling. I think the human body is designed to keep itself alive, so it takes... It takes a good while for me yeah. to get my lungs to let me inhale the water. And, um... You taste the salty water. The brine that you uh, are used to delivering uh, finds its way to you. I'm going to close my eyes. I'll see them soon. You close your eyes um, as the burning in your chest becomes a cool sensation uh, you feel heavy and you feel sleepy and then it's darkness and you can't even hear the water around you anymore but you hear a voice as calm and as smooth as the ocean and it says fair winds are coming And you wake up. Ah, <coughs> <sighs> 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 oh, you made it! And you look over to see a small dwarven man wearing a very, very, like, he, he looks like he's wearing what you know as, like, not a real pirate would wear. He's wearing like a the big hat with the feathers and the plumage and the like. He looks like he's wearing a pirate costume. No pirate would actually wear that. That's not sensible at sea. And he goes, "Ah, you made it!" Hello. Hello to you. Do I know you? Not at all. Uh, well, pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name's Peregrine Turn. 
Um, where... Where am I? <laughs> the Menagerie! I'm Tap, Admiral Tap, you may have heard of me. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, oh. The Menagerie? Yes, happiest place on Earth. Well, bold statement. Um, I'm, I'm gonna look around a little bit more. Am I... I'm assuming I'm in the water by a dock. Absolutely not at all. Oh, where am I? What you, do I see? You, you find yourself in a small wooden room. It looks kind of like your captain's quarters did, um, but no, there's no fancy, you know, decoration or or you know furniture it's just pretty simple it looks like sleeping quarters there's just the one bed there and th- there's not even a chair for this this dwarvish captain admiral to to sit in he's just standing there um do i have my armor on still do i have all my my stuff with me uh i, I would think probably not whatever clothes you were wearing underneath your armor uh you're still wearing but your armor is like in a crumpled, soggy heap next to you on the floor. Um, uh, my memory's a bit hazy. How did I get here? Well, you went swimming in a full suit of iron armor, which was um, fucking dumb. You did that. That cardio, my friend. <laughs> well, you fucking earned it. You, actually, you did so much cardio that your ticker stopped. Oh. Um. It started up again, don't worry. Uh. So how... How did you... Where was I swimming? In the Sapphire Sea. <laughs> I mean, we, so, I'll, I'll explain. So, we here at the Menagerie have to eat just like you do. Well... Yeah, just like you do, presumably. Um, we eat a lot of fish. It's kind yes. of like a large portion of our diet. So what we do is we get these big fucking nets. And he sticks his arms out as wide as a dwarf's arms can go. These big fucking nets. And we scoop up all kinds of shit from the ocean. We eat most of it, but some of it's not great. Um, and then sometimes, you're in them. You're the catch of the day. Oh, uh, well, I haven't heard that one before. Um, is there... A temple nearby? Ah, uh, not really the kind of place for church-going folk. Um. Oh, well, um, that's a shame to hear. Uh, thank you for your kindness, but I, I must be going. Um, oh, you can't um, go today! Pardon? You can't go today! It's a very special day! You can't leave! What day is it? And then you hear in the distance, um... The vo- almost serendipitously, you hear the sound of, of, of many voices kind of chanting together quiet at first and it gets louder until eventually you hear it. Everybody, everybody, clap those hands! That's where we're in the session. Okay. Wild. And if you want to know what happens, you'll have to listen to the episode one of campaign two of Lawful Stupid. Because that's where the answers will be. And I'll be there. And Ray will be there. And Savannah yeah, will be I'll, there. I'll presumably be there as well. <laughs> Devin will be there. Um, not Dwayne. He's not invited. <laughs> it's 
what he deserves. That was, that was what he did last campaign. He's, he sat on the throne for too long. Yeah, well, he'll done it with dungeons like in the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Well, this was fantastic. Thank you for breaking my heart, session one. Yeah. No, you're super welcome. I would point do it. Point two or whatever. Now that I know that you like it, I'll do it for the rest of the campaign. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry for that bit at the end where I brought like a lively character with jokes and things to say. Won't happen again. Just, <laughs> just send me a list of more people your character loves, and we'll just go through a, 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 a horror sequence one by one of them dying. Miserably. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just uh, DM that to you real quick. Um, yeah. List of list of people Peregrine has ever cared about. All of them. Just merchant that was nice to me one time. Oh no, he gets the worst. Ah, uh, yeah, no, that, that 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 one guy we hired that one time who made really good cake. Mm. Cake man dead forever. Actually, it was baked into a people cake. Oh. Live. Thank you. Eaten. <laughs> by Peregrine. <sighs> Her last birthday. Anyway, so this has been super... This has been the comedy D&D podcast. Lawful yeah, stupid. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to say to the people, Ray? This is your first time meeting a global audience. We, and by saying like, global, I mean, some of you motherfuckers are in Australia. That's as That's far true. away as you can be as a people. That is that is pretty much as far away as you can be. Um, just again, thank you so much for inviting me into this fun, wacky family. Oh, don't um, thank me. I voted against you. Oh, well, okay. If, I'm just gonna hang on. I need to look up how to kill the DM in D and D. Just roll, yeah. roll real good. It just says roll real underlined bold hyphens around it quotation marks. But yeah, um, thank you for having me on. Thank you, dear listeners, for taking the time out of what I'm sure is your busy, busy schedule to listen to this. Um, and I hope you guys all have a good time listening to uh, Campaign 2. Yeah, thanks all y'all. It was really good to see you. Uh, we gotta say goodbye now, no other comments except for thank you, you so just... much and <laughs> goodbye! Goodbye, I love you!